Hello and welcome to the Van Foodster Podcast. I am your host, Richard Wallach, covering the food scene in and around the Vancouver area, across Canada and beyond. This is episode 87 of the Van Food Soup Podcast. In this week's episode, I feature the Vancouver Taco Challenge. I do a feature on Toronto and the restaurants I visited recently, which include Pie Uptown, Alouette Restaurant, Parallel Brothers, Madras Copy, The Golden Patty, Rasta Pasta, Hailed Coffee, Neo Coffee, Crack the Creme, Baked Code, The Oats Cafe, Aroma Espresso Bar, Mandy's Salads, Pilot Coffee Bar, The Black Camel, Punto Gelato, DeMello Coffee, Sicilian Sidewalk Cafe, Fat Pasha, Grudzinski Bakery, Sobey's Kosher Market, Christina's on the Danforth, The Night Baker, and Athens Pastries. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Van Fooster, as well as visit VancouverFoodster.com. For everything food in Vancouver and beyond, let's get on with this episode. The Vancouver Taco Challenge is on now until May 29th, featuring seven different restaurants and food trucks in the Vancouver area and Squamish. Uh, first one is uh, Cantina Norte, and I actually did have a chance to try this one last night. A, a great, great uh, taco creation by head chef Juan Carlos Dominguez. And as I asked him, like, what did it mean? What does Taco L Mahor mean and he says it means the best it's like the best taco that he could make and that's what they've entered into this challenge it's a delicious seared prawn and pork belly taco on a warm corn tortilla he explained to me that he uses a um, a chorizo oil in his tortilla to make it just come out uh, different and not cracking it's just a smooth tortilla so that's an interesting way of uh, doing a tortilla uh, it also came with fresh pico de gallo uh, buttery bio beans and a spicy topper of, ha- of habanero aioli uh, so you can check out this restaurant it's a uh, cantina norte they're located in north vancouver in edgemont village 3246 cannot crescent and uh, you can try this all the time so anytime you want to head on over there check their hours on their website cantina norte.com and head on over there and try this uh, this taco duo. It's basically two tacos on a plate. So it's a great either appetizer or a light dinner for you. Uh, then another spot, and I actually also tried this one this week, is the I'm a Cita food truck. Now, they're kind of like all over the place. You've got to check their Instagram for their um, schedule of where they are every day and their hours. Uh, it's a chori queso taco. And this is uh, by Chef Alejandro Bello, and he created this. It's basically a chorizo uh, taco, that kind of idea. And it's uh, basically you've got a fresh guacamole uh, together with a mild salsa verde. And uh, they've got a um, the tortilla is actually done by, uh, he gets it from Maiz and Victoria. Maiz, actually, I did a whole article on them last summer. Uh, actually, it was last fall. And I uh, had a chance to meet Chef, uh, Chef over at, at um, Maiz in Victoria, they're doing a great job. They make all their all their tortillas from scratch in their shop right here with um, Canadian corn. And um, 
they are they have beautiful beautiful tortillas hard to find around vancouver you can get them all over vancouver island but uh chef alejandro has gone out of his way to bring those tortillas over to vancouver and for his taco creation he's using the maiz tortilla uh, he's also got a pumpkin blossom on there and asadero cheese it's a very very uh interesting unique taco very very tasty as well so look for them uh you can find them just look for either street food vancouver for their uh, schedule or through their own instagram for the schedule and then we've got a uh, little mexico cantina taco diablo it's out in steveston chef bruno parada has put this one together this time around they've got a homemade blue corti- blue corn tortilla and it's topped with tequila infused prawns devil sauce and a pineapple salsa topped with chicharron so you can try that all the time day lunch or lunch or dinner daily out in season even for takeout and delivery you can try that as well and they are at 3131 chatham street in richmond Cayo grill truck uh is doing their creamy bussin shrimp tacos you can it's by chef Fizi and same kind of thing you got to find them and their hours are kind of like their locations are all over the place you have to check out their instagram for where they're going to be so you just sort of uh they are basically daily in a different place so check their instagram for Caillou grill truck and find out where they're going to be and they've done a mouth-watering battered shrimp drip in their creamy fury bang bang sauce uh, warm grilled corn masa tortilla shaved cabbage topped with a fresh mango salsa onions and cilantro it's available all the time as i mentioned uh, once you find their where their location is going to be and then we've got uh, out in Squamish. We've got a couple places this time around involved in the taco challenge. Mag's 99 Fried Chicken in Mexico Cantina is doing a Mag's 99 Chef's Kiss Taco. This sounds really interesting. It's created by Haley and the team. It's got a deep fried taco shell dredge in a cinnamon sugar powder topped off with their sweet ancho pork, lime slaw, and a spicy house salsa sprinkled with hot tacky bits. For extra crunch sounds very very interesting it's also served with a in-house chimichurri sauce uh, you can try that all the time um, you can just check out mags for mags 99 they're located at 1257 commercial way in squamish very easy to get to out of vancouver but a 45 to 60 minute drive and a beautiful drive at that pick a nice day and go up and enjoy squamish um, while you're there, the other spot is uh, Lou's Tacos. Now, they're very close to each other, like within minutes of walking distance. But you could go and have lunch at one of them and dinner at the other one, hang out and go visit some other spots in Squamish while you're there. Unless you live there, then it makes it much, much easier. Uh, Lou's Tacos is doing a surf and turf taco. It's created by Rod- Chef Rodrigo uh, Rodriguez, and it's a hickory smoked beef steak with a three Mexican chili adobo prawn and shrimp. Finished with garlic, cilantro, mayo, pickled red onions, and cilantro lime. Uh, served in a double corn taco shell with crispy cheese. Sounds interesting. It's look, it looks amazing. It's all available all the time. Same idea. The uh, Loose Tacos is actually a trailer that uh, trailer truck that is actually stationed at the uh, A-Frame Brewery in Squamish. So 38921 Queensway in Squamish. They're open daily now. So you can go and check them out. So if you live there, go check it out. If you don't live there, head on over there. Kind of do a lunch dinner thing and then uh, hit up uh, some great cafes there. Counterpart, um, Galea, Galea, uh, Galeano, and that's not Galeano. It's, um, yeah, is it Galileo Coffee. They've just actually opened a new spot there too. So there's a lot to do in Squamish area. You can just definitely head on over there and, uh, and then go to Backcountry Brewing. Uh, they're actually in our upcoming um 
uh, chicken wing challenge uh, in June, but uh, you can definitely check them out while you're there as well. And then uh, Mizell uh, over on Main Street is doing a taco Yucatan. It's uh, by Chef uh, Rodrigo Vela. It's a taco with a, uh, a black tiger shrimp marinated and achiote salsa uh, served on a black tortilla, which is infused with squid ink. It's topped with Monterey cheese, pineapple, and mango habanero salsa. It's available for inside dining and takeout daily. Uh, my sale is at 2815 Main Street in Vancouver. Now, that is it for the Taco Challenge. So check all those places out before May 29th and then vote for your favorites for People's Choice. You can do so at Vancouver Food Store website for that. Um, I just recently returned from Toronto. Had a great time there. It's been over 10 years since my last visit. So as you can imagine, everything has changed in the food scene in this city. Um, and I actually didn't really mem- remember much from what I had been to uh, previously. Uh, so uh, let me uh, give you kind of guide you through uh, most of what I ate and drank in Toronto while there. We were there for the week. So we visited a lot of places. Um, one of those spots, the first one was actually Pie Toronto. It's a uptown location for Pie, P-A-I. They are a Thai restaurant. You know, I had so many of my friends tell me to go there. So uh, shout out to my friends, uh, Vikram Vij, Mira Vij, and uh, Bonnie Stern, all who told me it's their fa- one of their favorite restaurants and I have to visit when I'm in Toronto. And you know, the exp- my expectations were very high because I've got three of the leading uh, food people in the country telling me that I have to go to Pai uh, for Thai in Toronto. So my expectations were really high. And they did not disappoint. I had a great time and the food was delicious. So um, lots of different dishes here. I'll tell you, I had some friends of mine join me. I had Lawrence join me. I had uh, my friends Debbie and uh, Amy who live in Toronto join me. And uh, we start, we had the um, squash fritters to start. So this is something interesting. Um, Gerbong is what it's called in Thai. It's a freshly shredded buttercup squash fritter lightly coated in red curry paste batter deep fried and served hot to the table with her sweet garlic tamarind dip with peanuts. It was a very, very tasty, a great sharing dish. Uh, then the pad thai with tofu. This I was told to order the tofu and they were right. It was like so good. Uh, outstanding dish with red flame stir fried rice noodles in a house made tamarind palm sugar sauce with bean sprouts, tofu, egg chives, a long leaf coriander, shredded cabbage, fresh lime and house roasted peanuts. Very, very tasty dish. I would definitely have that one again. Um, also, the Pad Gras Prow. This is not a dish that I have not had before. Um, it's actually Chef Newitt's um, favorite dishes. She's one of the owners of this restaurant. She added to the menu after opening. It was quite, a, had quite the background story on how they were able to get a special type of basil imported directly from Thailand. you got to find that on their Instagram and read all about it. Holy basil stir-fried. With chicken uh, served with t- over top of jasmine rice, topped with a Thai style fried egg, which everyone else at the table shared except for me because I don't like eggs. So I I don't mind a little bit of fried egg, but really that kind of egg I'm not into it. So I just kind of eat around the egg. Um, the green curry with chicken was phenomenal as well, served in a coconut. What a cool idea that was! And it was uh, served with jasmine rice. So that was very good. The mango salad very very fresh with shredded mango in a Fish sauce, lime dressing with cucumber, tomato, longleaf, coriander, lime and chili with peanuts. And the beef salad, very interesting idea here. Grilled beef sirloin cooked to medium with shallots, 
chopped lettuce, shredded cabbage, lemongrass, long-leaf coriander, mint leaves, and a tangy lime sauce. And lastly, for dessert, we shared a coconut sorbet, a delicious collaboration with So Much Chocolate Maker of Toronto, uh, served in a coconut with uh, fresh mango and roasted coconut. I also had a Thai iced tea. Uh, so you can't go wrong. you got to hit up Pie Toronto. Make an advanced reservation for this. They are very, very popular. And then um, from that, what I learned was Soma Chocolate Maker, which I actually was not familiar with before. And they um, they messaged me. So they actually are based in Toronto. I then sought them out, and I visited them the next day when I was in the distillery district. More on that shortly. Alouette Restaurant. Uh, this is another one, uh, you know, friends of mine suggested. So shout out to my friends, my June Pack. Uh, Andrew Gunnarola and Bonnie Stern for suggesting this restaurant to me. Another one of these high expectation restaurants that did not disappoint. But you know, I want a casual that night, and it was it is their casual. I and mean, Chef Patrick Kiss owns a few restaurants in Toronto, and he has some more high end restaurants. I wasn't in the mood for high end. I wanted to go a bit more casual, and this was their casual restaurant. Another one of these make a reservation for way in advance because I had trouble getting the reservation of the night I wanted. And um, eventually got it and actually arrived early and they were able to see this, which was great. Uh, had the uh, We both had the Alouette Burger and it was phenomenal. It looked so simple, but it was so good, so tasty. And I would definitely have that again. That was very good. And then I had to try the apple pie sundae. So that was my choice. I had the apple pie sundae. Lawrence had the lemon meringue pie as he loves lemon. And I, I had a taste of that. So it was very good. They, um, everything was just delicious there. And I think they're, they have a tasting menu here. I think uh, you, the tasting menu would be the way to go next time around. But um, I wanted something a bit more casual this time around. And the service was spectacular. Like just this, they were just so spot on. I was very, very impressed by that. Alouette is located on Sped Spadina and Queen Street in Toronto. Fat Pasha. Now, this is another one. Another suggestion to me. But this suggestion was a different one. This came through from, um, well, actually, I had some friends I had told me about it a couple of years ago. And I was planning on visiting Toronto uh, about two years ago prior to the pandemic. But as the pandemic started, I obviously had to put that on hold. So uh, they've been around for a little while now. They actually have another restaurant. And I had people messaging me that I should try this other restaurant that they own, Zoom, But I couldn't do that because I didn't. I had this reservation for Fat Pasha for a while. And I didn't want to start playing around with reservations and moving them. So Zoom, I will get to another time on another visit. But this time around, I did Fat Pasha. It's at 414 DuPont Street. It's delicious Israeli food. And I sat, we sat outside in their courtyard, and which reminded me of Many years ago, one of my trips to Israel, I was in Sfat region, my cousin, and we went to this outdoor restaurant. It was like a outdoor kind of, not like the courtyard, but it was like outdoors and it was a hot day and all the food was served to us outside. And this reminded me of that because when I was in the courtyard at Fat Pasha, we're sitting at this table and we're basically outside because there's no roof above us and we're enjoying this delicious food. So anyway, we had the falafel with tahini. Um, that came with about 10 different falafel balls. Great dish to share. It was very good. The sabich, uh, sabik uh, hummus plate, also very good. It had it came with a lot on there. You had the eggplant. You had the shug, some egg. Um, and I actually enjoyed the egg on that one too. The hard-boiled egg was very good. Um, we also had the roasted cauliflower. And this is one of their their favorites. It's it's known. They're known for this. It's been on the menu since day one apparently. And it's like a whole roasted cauliflower with pomegranate and halloumi cheese on top. Very, very good. 
Their uh, chicken shawarma, also a very interesting dish, very good too, uh, very different than a Lebanese kind of shawarma, but I really liked it. And then uh, some of their uh, their pita bread to go with it. We were quite full after this meal, so it did not go dessert the dessert route, but uh, definitely a great spot to go to. Uh, another great spot, and this, I, this is another Israeli restaurant, and I was kind of after that this time around because this is not what I can find in Vancouver. Vancouver, finding Israeli food is difficult. You've got Ofra's uh, Kitchen, which I love, and she's more of a vegetarian vegan offering in the West End, but that's about it. There's really no um, Israeli food in Vancouver. So Parallel Brothers, I had heard about it. Bonnie Stern uh, told me about it and uh, headed on over there. And they're, they're not far from Fat Pasha, actually, fairly close uh, on 217 Geary Avenue. Now, what we ended up having, we did it as a lunch visit this time around as opposed to dinner. Dinner, it was phenomenal. I mean, just everything in there. I really wanted to go back, but I ran out of time. Um, they had, they have these uh, different. Uh, they have the classic hummus. Uh, then they offer this uh, a special feature hummus, I guess, every day. So we had their special hummus this day, that day. It was the barbecue pulled beef hummus. It was phenomenal. That was like so good. The beef with the beef was so good. The hummus, everything. Like I want it again, and I don't know when I'll ever have a chance to have uh, this dish again because they apparently change it all the time, and I don't know when I'll get back to Toronto next time. Um, so we had that dish. We shared that uh, with her with her fresh pita, just warm. I believe they make their own pita there as well, so it was very good. And then the falafel. Their falafel is very different. So their falafel are huge balls. And then when I asked the server, like, you know, can we do four balls between the two of us? And she's like, yes, and no problem. But they're big. And I didn't understand what big meant. They're bigger than I've ever seen. But they're phenomenal. They were, like, so, so tasty. And um, really, really enjoyed that with their housemate tahini. They make all their sesame butters and tahini, everything in-house. And they actually bottle it. And you can buy that there. Um, we also had the parallel salad. This was very tasty. It had, like, all these greens and stuff in them and pomegranates in it. It's a very tasty dressing. Um, and again, we were super full after this meal. And as much as I wanted to try the desserts, I couldn't do it. I was like so full. So we uh, bought some of their um, their uh, halva to go. They make their own halva there. They have all these different flavors. We bought that to go. And we're about to try that very soon um, at home in Vancouver. So that's a great spot to go to as well. And then I uh, visited my friend uh, Daniel. He owns Crack to Creme. Um, cafe out in on Bathurst Street in Toronto 1360 Bathurst Street he makes his own uh, creme brulees like he has all these different flavors of creme brulees he's got waffles he makes cheesecake he makes cannelaise so we had some cannelaise uh to try and we just had some ice americanos it was a very hot day I think it was about 29 celsius that day and it was hot and we really were not very hungry so we just just had a little bit of a notch there and uh, it was great to see him and catch up. I finally had a chance to visit Bake Code Croissanterie. Now, Bake Code has a few locations in the Toronto area. I've been following them on Instagram for a few years now. It's basically an Asian flavors uh, bakery. So they do these croissants with all sorts of different Asian flavors. I chose the Viet Coffee. So Vietnamese coffee croissant. It was very, very good. The croissant itself was very good. And then this, this filling of this Vietnamese coffee it was just like yum. And there's some topping there that was very good and then uh, Lawrence had the uh, it's like a special they had that day a Thai tiger milk tea something like that croissant he really enjoyed it as well um, we went to the 626 Young Street location they do have a few locations around the city so just so you can 
So look for that when you're out there. And then the same day, um, we actually went to a, a Vietnamese cafe. It's called the Oats Cafe. It had opened fairly recently. It's very close by, um, 31 Phipps Street. And um, there we had, it's Vietnamese coffee house. I had a uh, iced Vietnamese coffee because it is their classic. That's what they're known for. And that's what I want to try. So that was very, very tasty. Really nice cafe. And they have a lot going on there as well. On another day, we went to Neo Coffee. Uh, this was my friend, uh, Chef Stephen Tran, suggested this to me. It's actually one of his favorite cafes. He lives in Toronto, and he works at the uh, Fairmont Royal York. He's the head executive pastry chef there, and uh, so he knows his pastry for sure. I love everything he does. Uh, but back to Neo Coffee, they're at 161 Frederick Street, kind of like... Um, I want to say they're near the distillery district. So there's been on the east east of Young Street. Uh, really nice cafe. Had some ice Americanos there. And uh, they had air conditioning. So it's actually a great place to sit. Um, also visit Hailed Coffee. Now, Hailed Coffee actually has two locations. I went to the wrong one. But, you know, I couldn't at that point go looking for the other one. We just didn't have time. So 801 Gerard Street is their newest location. So it doesn't really have many much seating. It's a very small shop, um, had some patio seats, which we sat on, but uh, really was the other location, which I believe is a little further away, has full-on seating. So next time around, we'll visit them. Had a Cortado there, very, very, very tasty coffee. Headed on into Kensington Market. Um, I hadn't been there in about 20-something years, so uh, it's changed. It's very different than what I remember Um but, you know, but it is a known spot, so we had to give it a try. Went to Golden Patty and try their vegetarian Jamaican patties, but they are known for their beef patties and that kind of thing, their Jamaican patties there. Also went to Rasta Pasta. This was very interesting. This was kind of just like by accident, sort of. I just saw it. I thought, this looks interesting. It's a fusion of Jamaican and Italian. Got to try that. So definitely try that. So we tried um, their dumplings. They have a whole bunch of different dishes, but... They have these dumplings. I was really curious about the Jamaican jerk chicken dumpling was my favorite. It was very good. And it was kind of this big, huge dumpling. And it was stuffed with this Jamaican jerk, jerk chicken. Also had the uh, ackee and salt cod dumplings. A little bit different on that one, but uh, very tasty. So that was a neat idea at 61 Kensington Avenue in Toronto. Uh, visited another coffee place. Uh, this was really interesting. And I don't, I believe they are fairly new. It's called Madras Coffee. I wish we had something like this in Vancouver. So hint, hint, somebody please open one. Or maybe Madras Coffee will come and open one in Vancouver. I had an iced South Indian filter coffee. It's basically coffee. So iced South Indian filter coffee. It's made with milk. Um, I had the regular milk, but you can do any kind of milk. It is a beautiful cafe, cafe, first of all. Just decor inside. It's colorful. There's lots of pictures all over the walls. They had some, like, Indian sweets and stuff as well you could buy. Um, I didn't go that route this time, but I really enjoy this coffee shop, and that's one I'd love to visit again one, one day soon. They're at 870 College Street, uh, kind of on the way. They're past Kensington Market, but, you know, I can't tell you exactly where they're located, but it's on College Street. It's west of Young, that I can tell you. Uh, also visited Pilot Coffee in the, on Ossington Avenue. So everybody had been telling me that I had to go to Ossington Avenue, and I really didn't know where Ossington was. Um, so many people told me, go and eat on Ossington. So finally found it, went to this one area of Ossington and got to try it. Uh, Pilot Coffee has a couple locations. They actually are coffee roasters in Toronto. Very, very tasty coffee. Got to try one. I just had a nice Americano there. They had great air conditioning too, so that was that was a bonus. Uh, that so that was on the Ossington Avenue location. 
Also on Ossington Avenue, discovered Mandy Salads. I had never heard of him before. He was very busy, so I thought, okay, it's very busy. It's probably good. Lots of people are going there. And uh, it took a little while to get there or order, but we did to go. I had a vegan power bowl, and it was delicious. Delicious salad. So I did discover that the company actually is based out of Montreal. It was founded in Montreal, and they had just opened up their Toronto location two months before. So They've obviously got the word out because this place was so busy. They had so many delivery app drivers coming and going that obviously they've hit it. Like it's become the most popular spot on the street. So definitely a great spot. It's 52 Ossington Avenue in Toronto. Uh, also visited, we went to Little Italy and uh, visited the Sicilian Sidewalk Cafe. This is a cafe. It's been around since I believe the late 1950s. So a long time and they have a lot going on in this place. So it's at 712 College Street and just had a uh, affogato there with stracciatella ice cream. This was really yummy. And also it was a hot day. So we sat inside, air conditioned, got to cool off with this affogato. So that was really neat. Um, so Aroma Espresso Bar. Now I have, I have been to Aroma Espresso Bar before in Israel and I've been to it in New York. Uh, they have a bunch of locations in Toronto now. And, and I visited two locations over the week. Um, and trying di various different uh, things. But uh, first time around, the first one I went to, I had the Avocado uh, Power Bowl that was in the Church and Wesley Wellesley area. Avocado Power Bowl for lunch. That was very, very good. And it was a great protein kind of uh, lunch. Then on another day, I had um, a coffee there. I had Americano. And then I had a grilled halloumi and sweet potato salad. That was really good. So, you know, they just, they're known for their salads and their bowls. Everybody, everybody knows that. They do a really good job there. Um, I, I There's a rumor, a couple of years ago, there was a rumor that Aroma was going to open up a uh, coffee bar in Vancouver and Gastown. And then pandemic hit, it never happened. So I heard the rumor again while I was there. So that they are planning to opening in Vancouver uh, sometime this year. So uh, everybody keep an eye on uh, Aroma Espresso Bar, because apparently they will open up sometime later this year in somewhere in Vancouver. Uh, so another spot I had a chance to, to go to. Now, I love bubka. Chocolate bubka is my favorite thing in the world. Anyway, I had heard and I had read, and my friends told me, uh, Grzynski Beast Bakery was the spot to go to. They're in North York, and it's a kosher bakery. So my friend uh, Debbie took us there, and I got a chance to check it out. It is a one busy bakery. Wow, I was there on a Friday morning, and it was just packed full of people getting all their goodies. So uh, we picked up some chocolate rugula, which were very, very, very yummy. Uh, the chocolate babka was very good. We kind of ate it over a few days and kind of took it home. Well, it didn't actually make it home. We kind of ate it on the airplane before I actually made it home. But it was very, very good. And the cheese danish was also great. It had some soft challah buns. So Definitely a great bakery. I just love the chocolate that you're using in their chocolate bubka. was really, really good. Um, also visited Sobeys Kosher Market. Now, Sobeys, everybody will know, they own Safeway. So on the West Coast, we've got Safeway primarily. Uh, Sobeys uh, markets are kind of all over Toronto and all over Ontario. But they have one kosher market. So the store manager told us that this is the only kosher market in North America that is not owned by Jews. And that is, is a full-on market. I mean, this is the same size of a Safeway in Vancouver. It, everything in there was kosher, which was really, really amazing. So did try a couple of things. Got some stuff from their, from their deli. Picked up some Ellie's Sweet Kugel and some Squash Kugel, which we warmed up at the place we were staying. 
and it was very, very tasty, very tasty for lunch. I had never had a squash kugel before. I'd like to learn how to make my own, so one day I will do that. Uh, but they're located in Thornhill, Ontario. You, just, you can just Google it. You'll find it. Um, another spot we went to on another day was called the Black Camel. It was a sandwich shop. Very, very cool spot. You know, we kind of chanced that, just kind of looked up in Google, and we were looking for a sandwich spot, and we found it. Let's take a chance, and then glad we did because this was another busy spot of drivers, delivery app drivers coming and going. Uh, we, I had a, a roasted veggie sandwich there. It was very, very tasty. Um, I since learned from friends of mine that this is a spot they go to all the time. So this is located at Four Crescent Road. It's just off of Young Street near the Rosedale um, uh, subway station. Also, on that same street, we headed up to uh, Punto Gelato. They have a couple locations in Toronto. Uh, this one is at 2076 Young Street. Um, and just yummy, yummy gelato. It's, I had the Stratticella and Amarena Cherry Gelato. I also visited uh, DeMello Coffee. Now, this is one that I had on my list for a long time to visit. They are a popular coffee shop in Toronto. They've won several awards, all sorts of barista awards, coffee awards. They roast their own coffee in Toronto. This The location I went to was 2489 Young Street. Got to hang out with my friend, Chef Keith Pears, and do some ketchup. He was formerly in Vancouver, and he is actually the new executive chef of the W Hotel in Toronto, which is almost ready to open. I understand they are opening later this summer, and he's the exec chef of that hotel. So we got a chance to hang out and talk and enjoy some iced Americanos at the Mellow Coffee. And then um, I've got another another area I got down to check to. I've never been to this area before. It's called the Danforth, and it's basically Greek town, is what it's known as. And there was this uh, cookie there spot called the Night Baker. Now, the, this cookie spot is not Greek at all, but they have these really, really tasty cookies, and um, they're making, they had all sorts of cookies. We picked out a couple. Um, one of them was the Ube cookie. I actually don't know what it's called, so I'm calling it the Ube, Ube Dream Cookie, but I believe it has a different name. It was very tasty. It had this Ube filling, and also the Lemon BB. That was my favorite one, and that was really, really good. It had a marshmallow inside. They're like bacon all the time. It was a really busy spot. People were coming in and buying boxes, like over 100 bucks worth of cookies, so Obviously, it's become really popular. And then um, went to um, this place called Athens Pastries because I really wanted to try one of the Greek pastry shops on that in that area. We got to Athens Pastries at 509 Danforth Avenue and tried their Bugatsa because that is one of my favorite pastries, my favorite Greek pastries. So we got to try that. And we were planning on taking it home to eat it later. But you know what happens when it's something that's really good. And they cut it up in small pieces. And I was trying one and none and one. But basically finished it before dinner. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Tune in to the next episode next week to hear more interviews with chef and cookbook authors as well as other features. Please tell your friends about this podcast and have them subscribe to the Van Foodster Podcast and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music to hear my weekly show covering the food scene in and outside of Vancouver.